Now, this is another episode where I tell you my experience about healing. Some of you may know that recently, a couple of months ago, that I lost my father. Now, the healing journey from that has never been easy. And it still isn't easy. Thanks to a great healer that's out there that I decided to seek help from in order to get out of that grief stage of anger. Now, me personally... I never thought I would experience loss so close to me. Don't get me wrong. Me and my dad, we didn't have the best relationship. But once I really sat and really meditated on it, I realized that a lot of things that he did was out of love. I realized that there's no handbook to really teach you how to be a parent. But I can definitely say that I learned from the way that he parented me and the way that he showed me love. I definitely have learned and prepared myself for when it's time for me to have a family and me to have kids, that I would do stuff differently. But let me tell you about my healing journey. Now, since my father passed, it's been an up and down roller coaster. There's some days that I feel like crying. There's some days that I can just openly say that, yeah, I lost my father without it really having a large effect on me. Now, everybody grief and stage is different. Don't get me wrong. It definitely has pierced a hole in my heart of where I never wanted to really experience that, but I never wanted to lose my father. That was never something that I thought two years ago or three years down the line, or I remember the time of us sitting in New Year's, we're walking into this year together. I remember we sat at the table, we watched church on virtual live, because you know COVID is still around, and we drunk. I had brought... A, a small bottle of rum chata, and we sat in the table, on the table, at, excuse me, at the table, and we drunk rum chata. Now, some of y'all may know what that is. That is some good drink, okay? If you are a sweet person, hey, but they're not sponsoring this podcast, so I don't think they're sponsoring it. But, you know, me and my dad sat there, we slept on that, we watched church, and we just talked about life. We talked about the trials and tribulations of life. We talked about the goals that we had set for this year. He even really picked my brain on what I plan on doing. Do I ever feel like, do I ever plan on coming back home? Hey, shout out H-Town. <laughs> that is my hometown, so shout y'all out for sure. If you ever have never been to H-Town, definitely go visit. It's definitely worthwhile. There's a lot of stuff to do, no matter who you are or what you're into. 
know that H-Town got it for you. But healing for me has looked different. I have days, like I said, that I feel like I want to cry. I have days where I want to ball up into a ball. I have days where I'm angry again, but I understand and I have forgiven him because I know he's my biggest ally. I know that he's in heaven somewhere cracking jokes with other angels. I know that he's probably hanging out with my grandfather as well. Now, my grandfather on my mother's side was definitely a big key in my life as well. I lost him years ago, but it's still fresh. Like I said, healing when it comes to grief is different. Sometimes things that you see may trigger you. Sometimes words trigger you. Sometimes the way somebody may smell may sense a smell that you didn't even know that triggers you. Now, going through the different stages of grief looks different. Sometimes, you know, the grief stage that I went through was shock um, during my shocking phase. But that was at the beginning of everything where people were calling me, checking on me. I was still in shock. I would cry a little here and there. Um, That was definitely my first stage. And then my second stage, it was definitely of being triggered by anything. Anything I could relate back to my father, I related it back to. So that was another stage that I went to my second stage. My third stage was around the funeral, which was anger. I was upset of why. That's all I could ask was why. Why would why would he do that? Why would he do that to me? Not really thinking about what the pain he was going through. And then my next stage was definitely hurt. I went back to the hurt stage. Knowing that I no longer have a earthly father. But now I have two heavenly fathers. Now, not to get too spiritual on y'all, but I just had to be honest. Once I moved past the anger stage and the sad stage, right now I think I'm mostly at the acceptance stage. I'm accepting the things that he installed into me, regardless if it's the hustle mentality, the entrepreneur mentality. To really take life by the horns. My father came from Haiti as an immigrant. And he came here to strive. I seen him get his citizenship. I seen him go shake a judge hand and get his citizenship as a little kid. I see my father not allowing me to be a kid. But definitely to instill in me a strong black woman. In this world is definitely different for us right now. But he wanted me to make sure that I take education important. He wanted me to make sure that in his terms, his favorite thing to say was, if you're going to be black, don't be double black. And now that's not an insulting thing. He's basically trying to tell me, be black, but don't be that stereotypical black that everyone is looking on the outside, looking in, trying to make you seem. Don't be out here thinking education is not important. So I strive to make sure that I graduated high school early just because of that. I strive to make sure that I went to college to get my bachelor's degree just because of that. And I still plan on continuing my education. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't ask me right now if I'm doing my education. I'm not. Because right now I'm taking healing by the horn. I never really realized how much of childhood things that affect me to this day. Regardless of me 
not really having really time to play because it was always I had to get homework done. I had to do this. My mom needed help with this. My father needed help with this. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, but it definitely does affect you as a kid if you think about it. When people who are not healed and are hurting are raising new people, or as you could say, new creatures. They didn't have time. My parents didn't have time to really address those things that they went through as kids. Mind you, being in a poverty country, they didn't have time to to have their access to therapy. They didn't have time to really talk to someone. They had to always tr- strive and be five feet, five steps in front of each other, honestly. So the things that my parents instilled into me and the thing that my father instilled into me, I will forever be grateful. It definitely made me not feel always comfortable because it's not safe to always be comfortable because then you won't have room to grow. In another word, I would say, think about yourself in a boat. Now, we, I know we're in the middle of the ocean, if you can visualize it, but how would you know what's out there in that water if you continue to stay in that boat in your comfort zone? There could be so much other things. Would you rather stay hungry or would you rather eat out that boat and get you something to eat? Think about that. But as I go through this journey, I'm taking you along with me. Like I said, it ain't easy. Everybody's steps of grieving is different. Some days are good, some days are bad. But I can definitely say that my father has built a strong black woman. And I'm not standing bes- I'm not standing beside it. I'm standing in front of it. Let no stereotype stop me from reaching my goal. If you don't want me at your table, know that my father showed me how to build my own. As I take this moment of pause to respect him in his last days and his last memories of love, know that grieving is not easy. But go through that. Don't try to hide it. Cry if you need to. Be upset if you need to. These are steps that you need to go through in order to heal and grieve and accept it. Not saying that you're going to forget it, but find that newness. Take what they have taught you and turn it, your sadness, into victory. Go after your heart desires. If they establish something in you, continue to seek it. Continue to strive for it. Be great. Don't let anything stop you. Grieve if you need to. Take that moment of pause. It's okay to not be okay. Taking this moment to pause to respect his last days. Dad, remember that I love you. Remember that the things that you built in me was forever, forever in my heart. I know that you were hurt raising me, and I accept those things that you taught me, and I accept those things that you instilled in me. I accept the things that I didn't realize as a kid was needed. I accept those things now. I have no hurt in my heart, no hate whatsoever for you. Know that I forgive you, and I appreciate you being my biggest ally, even as an angel. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. So say with your chest is signing out. Make sure you uh, follow us on, on our podcast. Make sure you stay in close in tune because we're not lacking again. 
re-reaching for higher heights, share it. Share it with family. Share it with friends. If you in a group chat, share it with your group chat friends. Share it on social media. Don't forget to add that link in there. Hey, but so is that. Don't forget, fix your crown. Hold your shoulders back. Be great. Peace! Purchase your tracks today. Well, that concludes this episode of Soph. Yeah. Say it with your chest. Yeah. With your host, yeah. Soph. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed the show. Yeah. See you next time. Soph, say it with your chest. Soph, say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. Yeah. Yeah.